You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. This is Tech Fan Podcast number 179 with Tim, David, and this other guy. Oh, yeah, Owen, uh, right now. And it is Tech Fan number 179 with uh, me, Tim Robertson, and of course, David Cohen. Hello, David. Hey, hey. And I had Owen Rubin on the show a couple weeks ago as a, as a fill-in, and one of the things we discussed is, uh, you know, Owen has been kind of the go-to guy. He, he's been the third co-host more than anybody else by far. In fact, I think he's kind of been the only third co-host <laughs> and uh you know Owen, i said we wanted to get you back on the show more show more often and here you are yep I, I, and i wanted to do it thank you for having me back again and oh. good to be on with david and you at the same time yeah it's, i think it's been a while since the three of us have been on together yeah i believe so yeah long, I, I long, know, long while yeah i know we have been but it's it's been a while well eight o'clock will work for me it's, yeah i think you used to do it at seven in the morning and I would just be sitting here going, what, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David and I kind of moved it back an hour. Uh, Thank you, David. I know that's tough for you because you're on the other side. That's of the okay. Box. So yeah. let's start this show talking about the iPhone because it's all over the news. Uh, we are in iOS 8. And David, in the show notes, and <laughs> this cracked me up. Instead of calling it like Ben Gate. Which is you know, okay. He he called it the iPhone six Benghazi. <laughs> yeah. Which which uh, you know yeah I I'm not sure I'm not sure whether I read that somewhere or whether I came up with it myself. I I'm really not sure. I know it. I, I know it occurred to me as I was putting it in the show notes, but I can't remember whether I'd seen it somewhere before. Uh, it's it's going to be the name of the capture, show. Yeah, it does capture the uh, the ridiculous furore around this, which is so overblown. Because Apple's come out and said they've only had nine reports out of 10, 11 million phones sold last weekend yeah. of people having any problems with bending. Um, and, yeah, it's pretty much, you know, yeah, it's it's a – any iPhone, even the older ones, they're a big, big hunk of aluminum and glass. If you sit down <laughs> with it in the tightest jeans you can wear, it's going to put some pressure on it. It might bend. I've never <laughs> sat down with I an iPhone never, in my back I wear pocket. my phone in my back pocket all the time i've never bent one no well yeah and but i i think actually uh i reckon my jeans aren't i think i think a lot of the people might have have a flat front jeans pocket (laughs) because yeah i i think i think if you sit down on your phone with it in your back pocket i don't think it would do this unless you really had it jammed in deep in the pocket and you sat down really hard on it i think it's actually people who have it in their front tight jeans pockets and then sit down and that's going to bend it because it's yeah. right in the crook of your your leg and your hip yeah but uh why would you do that i, I mean most of us if you sit down with something poking you there you kind of pull it out Plus, you don't just <laughs> this thing is so big it it's it's not like you f- can forget that it's in your pocket you know this thing's big 
Well, so I have I have two flips on this, David. It's just, the, the the videos I saw where the guy goes, "Look, if I press on it like this, it bends." You know, <laughs> gee, what a surprise! <laughs> Let me try to break this in half. Oh, look, it bends. So th- that's a bad test, okay? Um, yeah. And I don't know if you guys have played with when I test drove the six plus f- through a friend, and um, it it is big. I I wanted one until I played with it for a while, and then I just realized I'd have to carry it in my hand all the time. Uh, two problems. You put it in your back pocket, it sticks out a little bit, right? And I worry about walking on a cr- through a crowd or in barge or something like that, and someone's just going to pop it right out of my pocket because it's be yeah. really easy to grab. And I, it felt weird holding it against my head and talking. It really did. It. I love yeah, you, the screen. Used, I love yeah, the size. You, you do get used to that. Um, you, that just takes a bit of time because it's just a familiarity thing. I have a, a six-inch... Um, nokia lumia phone that i use when i'm overseas uh, okay. and the first couple of times you make a call with it it feels a bit strange and then you just kind of get used yeah, to it yeah. once you realize that nobody else is actually looking at you weird because they're not <laughs> because even a six inch phone is much big is much smaller than your head is so once yeah. it's up against the side of your head people don't really notice so once I you kind of get over that then you you don't you don't really realize it You're in terms of putting in your pocket headset on <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the other thing. In terms of putting it in your pocket, if you're wearing kind of loose pants or suit trousers or a suit jacket, it will fit in pretty much any of those pockets fine. It's only if you're wearing tightish jeans that you're going to have a problem. And yes, then you can't put it in your pocket. But, you know, that's the price you pay for having a bigger phone. So there is, there is someone, I, I can't mention a name, came from inside Apple, said, yep, it will bend. And it's because of how thin John wanted the phone. That's what they said. John wanted that phone that thin, and there's just not a lot of metal material there. Uh, so it can bend. I mean, it's, no one argues that it isn't bending. The question is how, how bad of a problem it is. Well, me, my question would yeah, my question would be, is it bending a bigger problem than dropping your phone and breaking the glass? Because that happens, you know, thousands of times a day. Well, I, do you have a new phone, David? Do you have a six? Uh, I Sore subject. Um, I Sorry. went to my company to say, uh, I'm due my upgrade. Can you get my iPhone 6 or And they said, oh, yeah, our fund has run out of money. So uh, <gasps> we're not doing phone upgrades at the moment. So uh. I need to uh, internally resolve that. But I have played with both the 5.5 and the 4.7-inch. Um, for me, I, I think the 5.5 is, is probably too big for what I need. I'd be perfectly happy with the 4.7. So I'll probably get Do you have one? No, I don't. I still have my 5S. Um, you know, I was online. I could have ordered it that day. I woke up very early in the morning, and I added it to my cart on uh, on <laughs> Apple site. And I kind of sat there because you know, for the longest time, I said I want a bigger iPhone. So That's I was totally I convinced I was going to get the 5.5. And then at the last minute, I was just like, you know what? This is such a different thing. I want to I want to hold one first. I want to play with it first but before I, I make said. up my mind. That's and where I was. so yesterday, uh, I was coming back from uh, Otherworld Computing, and now they're up in Woodstock, Illinois. I live in Michigan, so it's literally a five-hour drive in wow. good traffic. But I still took an hour out of my way to stop at an Apple store. And they let you in the door? Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> and I, you know, I asked, do you have any iPhone 6s or 6 Pluses? And no. And my question, though, do they get shipments every day? I don't know. Uh, almost. They, almost. They get so they get six pluses at the Apple stores almost every day, and they probably sell them immediately. Yeah, I, the one near us, 
constantly has this little we're out you know yeah and there are still people standing in line hoping more show up later in the day but. yeah i'm gonna call the the nearest apple store to me grand rapids to see if i can who's your carrier on. at&t oh you want a plus you can't get a plus to well that us. that was a question did i want a plus so i went up to the apple store yesterday and i played with both of them and you know for the iphone 6 it's just not significantly bigger than my 5s we agree on that. Okay. So I thought, you yeah. know what, the, the 5S is such a great phone. And I said this last week. It's a it's an absolutely fabulous phone. It's got a great camera. Uh, it's perfectly sized for most people. Um, it's, it's, a, it's super fast. I mean, it does everything I could ever want a phone to do, except I thought I wanted a bigger screen. So then I grabbed the 5.5 because I wanted to compare the 6 first. I didn't want right. to prejudge anything. Then I got the right. 6. And I tried it in my pocket. I saw how I could reach the screen with one hand. I'm totally getting a, a six plus. Totally in love with that yep. phone. Yep. All I had to do was hold it, and it it confirmed everything that I used to think. And I doubted myself on the launch. You know, the well, not launch, but the pre-launch, the pre-order right. day. I sh- I wish yeah. I would have just gone ahead and done what I figured I wanted to do. But I doubted myself, and I listened to other people, and I held back. I'd have my six plus if right now if if i would have just done what i thought i I wanted to do i went through the same thing you did and after playing with the six plus for a while and almost dropping it four times i will say it's a little slipperier it is a slippery little bugger i'm sorry that thing wants to fly out of your hands you know what it is to me it's it's the beveled edges yeah whereas the five is just it's straight edges and it just you know and i have to tell you my hand is probably not as big as yours but I got really tired of the light tap thing to keep moving the screen to do it one-handed. Well, I could reach the top of the screen with my thumb. Yeah, Maybe see, I've I got longer thumbs or something, yeah. but... Yeah. I can't. Every time I would reach, I'd almost drop it. So, you know, they've added this thing. You don't you don't press the home button. You tap you it. You just lay your finger lightly on it twice. Yep. And it shifts the screen down. And that's kind of cool. <laughs> except it gets really old and really fast. Well, uh, yeah, but if it's stuff that... If it's at the top of your screen that you're going to use all the time, then you put it at the, the bottom of your screen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, and I, I like I'd it. also I want say that, one, but I'm not sure. I'd also say that people would drop their phones a lot less if they're using two-handed. I'm not really a lover of the one-handed thing, um, so uh, to me personally, that's not such a big deal. Um, but just going back to the the bending for a, for a minute, I, I mean the, the the iPhone six plus is only 19 millimeters, so that's three quarters of an inch larger than the six. I, I find it hard to believe that in terms of height, and, and obviously if you put it in your pocket and it's bending, that's gonna it's the height that's going to cause the problem, not the width. I, I, I find it hard to wonder that, that it's so much bigger that it's causing this huge bending problem that people are trying to make out it is. No, no, yeah, but the, 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 pressure, the pressure on the ends of the phone that will cause bending will come from the fact that it's longer than a traditional phone. Right, and it's not like right. it's all made out of metal. I mean, it's got a very rigid piece of glass in the front that's going to prevent yeah. most of the and, bending. And I, and I was apples, worried about apples. the bending, too. I kind of tried to bend it a little bit. I didn't want to, you know, torque the hell out of it when I was at the Apple Store, but I did kind of flex it a little bit. It didn't flex at all. Nothing. Not a, I, not a bit. I think... As, as as has been said, Apple said the ref had only nine official complaints to them about this. Um, I think there's an awful lot of people who, now that it's become a thing that, that looking at, they're putting their phones on the table and they're going, oh, it's not completely flat. I, I think I've bent it. 
<laughs> I, I doubt they'd even have. I doubt they'd even have noticed if it hadn't been pointed out to them. And as I say, the thing is, to me, I would never take a very expensive piece of electronics and stick it in a pocket where, if I move my body, I felt extreme pressure on that. No, I wouldn't be worried about the the aluminium. I'd be worried about cracking the screen. So well, you know I guess that, you know people, that, are, people are just being the, dumb. You know that Gorilla Glass is designed to bend, right? It gets delivered to Apple in giant rolls. Sure, but yeah. so it's supposed to it's supposed to give some, which is why these bend tests aren't cracking the glass yet. Right. I'm wondering how far people will go until they do crack the glass. But I do say that the iPhone screen breaking is a much bigger issue than if this yeah. phone will will bend or not. Yeah, I well, if you so the answer is David, you're absolutely right. Use it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm, Understand I'm not, it's I, a giant I, phone and don't sit on it. I've seen I've yeah. seen MacBook Pros back when I, I was at Mac Specialist come in with the tops of them bent because someone accidentally sat on their their MacBook Pro. I don't see this making the news. Oh, anywhere. that's not how I bent mine, uh, Tim. No, yours got ran over, didn't it? Um, well, I had one. That's a long time ago. But I <laughs> I had put something in between the keyboard and the screen to keep it from closing and forgot, and I slammed it shut oh. and heard this big crack. And it bent the top, and it was like, now that was just really stupid. Now, I've also seen in the <coughs> Titanium and the pre-Unibody MacBook Pros right. that the battery would actually go bad and swell, and that oh. would have been the case, too. Yep. So, I, it's, and, but that's not normal wear and tear. That's not, you know... It's not Benghazi. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worried about yeah. the bending, per se, because I... but. The, I've been re- I'm reading this thing. Can the ga- Samsung Galaxy Note 3 bend like the iPhone 6 Plus? And there's a big picture of the Galaxy bent the same way. It's like, uh, in a change of subject, yeah. have you seen... I don't know if you see them over there, David. Have you seen the Samsung and, and HTC ads? Oh, talk, yeah. yeah I've talking seen, about I've how, them. you know, they, we did this twelve. We did this four years ago, and, you know, it's yeah, Apple, know. Apple's we, just we, catching we, up. We talked to, yeah, we, we talked about that a little last week. Um, I'd like to remind you know, them that they copied the F iPhone in the first place. Okay, so exactly. And, 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 my, and my whole thing was making it a little bigger. It, does, it isn't a revolutionary thing. Some it's people are like, "Oh, is the six plus a revolutionary iPhone?" No, it's an iPhone that's a little bigger. That's it's all it is. Yeah. yeah. Now the iPad revolutionary. The original iPod revolutionary. The original iPhone revolutionary. The Mac revolutionary. Apple II revolutionary. iPad six not revolutionary. Right. It's evolutionary. Uh, Big difference. Yeah. So but, but so you guys are both on the the iPhone six, and I'm the six plus guy now. Yeah, I will yeah. probably get one as well. I, I'm I'm with you, Tim, but I just have to. Well, of course, I'll probably put it in a case anyway, which will stop that problem. Yeah, I, I, because of the slipperiness of it. And, right. you know, who knows what Apple's using to clean these things with th- during the day at the Apple store. So maybe once you get a little grease and grime on it, it won't be as slippery. I don't no, know. the one I played with, it's it's slippery. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just... It, yeah. There was something about the square edges that, that bugged me when I first got it, but you get a good grip on it. And yep. when it was rounded like that, it, you know, it, it wants to, I mean, I, a couple of times I kept going, geez, and catch it with the other hand. Cause it just wanted to, and of course the person whose phone it was had these. Yeah, big eyes I, I've, I've traditionally, I've traditionally had a very thin case on my yeah, phones, but I, I think do. for this one, I'm, 
I'm going to do what I did with my 3GS, which is I had uh, one of the films on the transparent films that went over the body as well as the screen. Um, in fact, I might just do it on the back and not on the screen because I don't think oh, I need it on the screen. Yeah. And that, that that's nice because it, it gives it a little bit more friction. Uh, it gives it a little bit more protection. Good idea. Um, yet, yet it doesn't ruin the lines of the phone so, by putting oh, a case over it. So. You had... So uh, you upgraded your iPad to uh, iOS 8 and it didn't go well. Ah, so what happened? I, it's not about the it's not about the the, the second update that that they recalled that people are all upset about. I you know, I I wanted to play with some of the features on multiple devices, so I took out my iPad 2 and it's saying, "Hey, you got an upgrade." So I did it. And it it's kind of like it would be kind of like running Mavericks on the very first Intel machine. It's just it is is slow to respond. I mean, slow isn't the word. It's glacial to respond. You hit, you double click the home button and you wait seconds for it to go into multitasking mode. Apps take for once apps are launched and running, they seem to run okay. But just I wish I hadn't done it. I I love it on my iPhone 5s. It's it's a great operating system. But I wish they had given a warning saying you really don't want to put this on an iPad too. Uh, well, the, I think I think the reason they did is they wanted to maintain support with the uh, original iPad Mini, which obviously is a much newer iPad than the exactly. two, uh, and those are effectively the same internals. The problem is, is the iPad Two is a bit short on RAM. I think for uh, yep. iOS eight, I think that's where the issue is coming from. Um, I agree. I I certainly agree. know for for the the oldest iPads in our family are the kids, uh, and I would not put. I decided not to put iOS 8 on my youngest because she's five and she doesn't care which version of iOS she's got on. And, and iOS 7 runs perfectly fine on her iPad too. My son also had an iPad too, and I knew he wanted iOS 8 because I wanted him to have the family sharing feature. That's so what that I, I could did authorize for, purchases. Uh, and so, so what I did is I did a swap around and we swapped um, one of the iPad, his iPad too, ah. for a an I a Retina iPad 3 we had lying around, and um, it ran. It runs it it runs, it runs perfectly fine on there. Yeah. yeah. It's so, just I uh, my warning is if you have an iPad 2, you probably don't want to update it. It it's it reminds me of what happens as you on a like on a Mac when you update it, you keep updating the operating system and it gets slower and slower and slower. This is that same kind of thing. It runs, it works, but like it it's sitting next to me here and when you called me on Skype my computer showed the Skype call, my phone showed the Skype call, and about 30 seconds later, the Skype call popped up on the iPad, too. Yeah. It's like, it just, hey, you have a call. It's like, gee, thanks for that. Well, I'm, not, you guys I'm not updating my wife's uh, iPhone 4S. I've heard it's a little, although the 4S has a little bit better processor than I think than the iPad, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a and year, more RAM product. But I think RAM, David hits but... it on the head again. It's that there's just not quite enough RAM in there. But here's the and thing: I Apple... all the apps, and it's still slow. Yeah. You know? Here's the thing, though: Apple gets berated by people. Oh, look, this is planned obsolescence. They're not supporting the old units. Well, when they do support the old units, like the iPad 2 and the 4S, and oh, look, it's slow now. Oh, Apple's bad for. <laughs> I don't blame Apple. You know, I'm not blaming Apple. Yeah. But you can't have it both Apple. ways. These people want to have it both ways. This well, is if me you want iOS 8, get a new phone or an iPad. And, and if you have an old yeah. one, then don't upgrade it to the latest and greatest, even though you right. can, because it's going to slow it down, because there's so much more to the operating system. Well, Apple, I mean, they do cutoffs. They, the 4 doesn't upgrade. The 4S does. They, they, the, And you should know that if you're at the bottom of that list Apple puts out, yeah, you you're might probably going to be slow. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's and this has happened... For you know, for decades, 
that newer operating systems run slower on the older machines. Just know that. I just really wanted this, as David said, I wanted the family share feature and I wanted to try to make it work. So I upgraded it. And now I'm like looking all over to see if I can find a, a cab file for the, uh, for the iOS, the iOS 7 update. So well, can- no, you, well, the thing is, is that because, because of that, Blit they had with 8.0.1 bricking some machines. There's yeah. now plenty of help guides out there saying how to downgrade to iOS 7. Yeah. So you should be able to find something you can adapt. Yeah, to I've, I've been looking. I, I just want to make sure it's clean because I use it as a development machine as well. So I got to yeah. make sure. But so, yes, it's like, so just I'm more, that's the warning. If you have an iPad 2, I recommend against, or if, uh, 4S, I recommend against it just because there's a lot of new features and the, you, a lot of the stuff runs in the background. And it needs a lot more RAM, and it will slow things down. I mean, I when I put iOS seven on my iPhone four, I was disappointed at how slow it was. Yeah, but that forced me to go get a new phone because I wanted one anyway. So, <laughs> so I was looking forward to iOS eight. There was a couple of features in there that I thought would be cool, and I'm a little disappointed not to update my wife because the the voicemail. What do you call it? The the voice messaging. Voice messaging. Text, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no! In the text thing, where you can record in, in, yourself. In oh, the the, uh, the 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 audio the yes. audio messages, yeah. Yeah. Um, I you know I tried to send her one, and of course she couldn't get it because she's not on iOS eight. So yesterday, Guy Searle, who I knew had updated his phone, I sent him a couple, and he sent me a couple. You know, I was expecting better quality. The I was too. The, the yeah. audio was terrible in those little voice messages no, you, you said you sent me one tim and i actually couldn't understand what you said in it yeah <laughs> i okay. listened to it i listened to it three times i'm thinking what the hell's he on about he right. said can no. you hear me now yeah <laughs> i said here's the winning lotto numbers david write them down um it's too late now the, the, the date passed um i hate to say i use an app tim mm-hmm. it's a free app called voxer yeah and I, we love this app everybody I, a lot of people i know use it it's basically a text messaging thing but it has a feature like a nextel phone so you can text you can just you, you tap and talk and then they get the message on the other side right and it the, the quality is fantastic i don't understand it, why the quality is so bad in the built-in ios and if you're not in the app it it goes beep, beep and it pops up a thing on the screen yeah, notification and see it and the notification and it works really well and that's so i i wasn't looking forward to that feature because we like voxer you right know, it's, so it's, so if let me let me put it on a scale for people to understand this listening. If I send, let's say, David or Owen, a video text where I record myself on my camera for 30 seconds and I send it to them and they watch it, it sounds and it looks great. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If I call your phone and leave a message and you listen to it. Okay, now the video thing, that would have been a 10 out of 10. If I call you, you don't answer your phone. I leave a voice message, visual visual voice message. The audio quality of that message, I would say, is maybe a five and a half to six, right? Now, well, let's try this, Tim. Here you go. How does this message sound to you? Oh, see, it's not recording. You, and that's the other thing. You got to hold it up. You got to hold the thing down. Hello. Okay, then, I'm sending you a voice message. This is a test. One, two, three, four. And then you got to swipe up. Yep. Here we go. All right, so here's the quality that Owen just sent. Um, let me turn this up. I'm going to put this right by the microphone. Well, hold on a minute. I got my screen on rotate, and it's rotating all <laughs> over the damn place. That interface is not exactly intuitive. It's a- now, yeah. 
Here it is. Play. Play. Hello. Okay, I'm sending you a voice message. This is a test. One, two, three, four. That one's not bad, actually. That's not too bad. That one came out better than I've heard some of the other ones. But, but I've noticed the ones that I sent Guy, I actually listened to him back, and the ones he sent me, they were terrible. They're fuzzy. I, mean, I would say there was fuzzy. a two or a three out of ten. The one you just sent is probably a four and a half, five out of ten. I'm but, wondering if it makes a difference of what network you're on. I, I don't know. I'm on AT&T. You shouldn't on... do. It's, it's, going, it's going through the data side. So it no, really no. I mean, if I come on Wi-Fi, do they up the bandwidth? And if I'm on... If I'm on yeah, because up, we're both on Wi-Fi I'm right on now. Wi-Fi right now. Yeah. And I'm well, let, me, that, let me send you one, and you tell me how it sounds. Wait a minute. I'm going to switch Wi-Fi off. I'm going to go back on LTE, and we'll see if it makes a difference. All right. All right. Send me another one. And here it comes. Okay. This is test number two. One, two, three, four. Swipe up. Oh, good. That was interesting. Okay. That was with okay. LTE. Test number two. One, two, three, four. See, that doesn't sound as good. Mm. At least uh, the way it sounded there. I'm wondering if they. I'm wondering if they do. Let's dynamic. go. Let's let's do back to back. Come on. I'm just wondering if they do dynamic audio, uh, networking rather. I'm pushing the play button. It's happening. I'm trying to think. Nothing's happening. What happens if you listen to it back? Uh, it now it doesn't want to play it. There it goes. Oh, it's buggy. All right. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm, my question is, I'm wondering if it does dynamic bandwidth, you know, so if it says, oh, you're not on a fast network, I'll send I, it. I don't think so, because they sounded about the same to me. Okay. But I agree um, with you. It's, it, and you it's don't annoying. have Boxer, so I can't send that to you, but th- that one is Testing for bad. Owen. Testing for Owen. Hey, I'm getting little dots. But it, it's it's got to be one of those features. I mean... In, in practice, how often are you going to use it? I, I guess it's useful if you get a text message in the car, you see it on notifications, and you want to reply to it straight I would, away. I would rather you, use... Obviously you, obviously, you don't want to type because you're right. driving. I guess it's useful for that, but that's pretty much the only use case I can no, see for this. I could send a much longer to, message in audio than I can sitting there pecking it out on the t- yeah, keyboard. Yeah, but you can. But if you wanted to have that sort of long message, wouldn't you call me? <laughs> no, because you're overseas. If I try calling you, it's very expensive. We you know? used when I was in Jordan and Israel and and Dubai. We used I talked to my sister nonstop, which I needed to get her using Voxer. I mean, you know, I'd say, "Hey, are you there?" And then when she was ready, she'd call back, and then we'd have a conversation like a phone call. It didn't cost a dime, and it's it's a little next ish You know, you have to wait for the other person to stop talking. But I, we used it a lot. I was surprised how much we used it. And we text mm. with it as well, right? But we have you're like if it's a long message, you're right. It's easier to just to say it. Here's yours. Uh, yep. Testing for Owen. Testing for Owen. See, it's, it sounds kind of hollow, though. It sounds like I'm in a tin yeah. It can. sounds a bit walkie-talkie. Yeah. Yeah. It should, I mean, that's what it reminds me of. It for the, for like the speakers and for the microphone that's in the in the 5s, it should sound. I, it, it absolutely should sound better than that. Yeah. So they're doing yeah. some massive compression on there, and I think they're going to have to change that. I mean, and it's delivered almost as fast as text, so that's nice. But even if they s- doubled up the audio quality, made the file twice as big, I'd still be happy because it would sound yeah. a lot better. And I even had my phone plugged into my car speakers and played it through the speakers with 
what guy was sending me. It didn't sound good. No, it was garbled and it sounded like a mess. And I was just like, wow, this is one of the features that I was really looking forward to. And well, let's talk yeah. about features. I, to me, this wasn't an iOS eight. This was a seven point five. I, it didn't feel like it was like a major. Well, change. here's the difference though. When when Yosemite comes out, that's going to change because right. half of the new features in iOS eight is really designed to work with your Mac, taking phone calls on your Mac, yeah, handing stuff off. I mean, that's that's the stuff. If you go back and watch that WWDC keynote, that's what they were really focusing on. That's the integration between Mac OS and iOS is what the whole thing is really about. So until the end of October is what I figure uh, iOS 8, or I'm sorry, uh, Yosemite is coming out, 10.10. It's, it's just not that big of a deal. But... I do and think I, that a, that yeah. cohesion thing is really going to change a lot of people's mind on <laughs> iOS eight. And you can always okay. you can already see a bit of that. I've I've already used it for taking calls on my iPad when my phone rings, and it's brilliant for that. I mean, it's I seamless. It works so well. Um, it's really really cool. Ed, uh, so, yeah, so 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 basic. So basically, if your if your phone rings, then you will get a, a call pop up on your iPad. Uh, and you take the call there. Takes too long, and yours though. is a Wi-Fi only iPad. Yes. Uh, mine is a Wi-Fi only iPad. Yeah. I haven't had so, that happen uh, to me fixed. yet. If I'm I on the same network, because I, I'm like okay, two. I, I'm on the same network with my iPad and my iPhone. You try calling me right now, Owen. Hang on one second. I'm gonna tr- put my yeah, it's on now. I gotta put my iPhone on silent. All right. Try calling me. I want to see what happens on my iPad because that's. They're both running 802. So the I number did. that ends in three? Yes. Okay. And I, I was, was nice enough not to say the whole well, thing. I appreciate out. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my phone's ringing. My iPad's not doing anything. There's the ring. Yeah. I, I see. Want, you can hear my iPhone uh, ringing. Are they both on the same iCloud account? Yeah. Yeah. I might just do it either. That's why I was wondering what you saw, David. I, was, I, I wonder what. All right. You can I hang up. I wonder if you have to do something on the phone to make it work. Let, let me make sure that I am on the same network because my phone keeps wanting to to jump on the stupid Comcast thing. No, nope, it's on Airport Two in my as iPad. As far as I as far as I recall, um, provide it should be that provided both devices logged in the same iCloud account, then they it should are. just work. They're both uh, they're both on but iCloud. But yours is a oh, Wi-Fi only, right? I, I thought yes. it might have to be on the 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 same phone. No. Now, do you have to set up family sharing though? I know because uh, my devices aren't on the. St- uh, I know. In fact, it was working before I did family sharing. So I've got um, everything turned on on my iPad except Keychain, Backup, and iCloud Drive. And iCloud Drive because I've I've heard. Yeah. Don't do that until yeah, Yosemite not, right. comes don't up. Don't do that because you need Yosemite. Yeah, um, it, it yeah. messes things up. And let me. Okay, so, so have you got find Have you got find my iPhone on on both devices? I do. Yeah, I have, mine's the same way. I don't see it either, but I'm wondering if it has something to do with your there must, be, there must be a setting that does it, because, it, as I said, it, it's worked seamlessly for me, and I've been really pleased with it. All right, well, now, now we're going to have to figure this out because, uh, at, at some point, because now I'm curious, because I want to see that happen, because that, that would be very cool, actually. Um, yeah, I, 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 like, I would like that, too. Case, but David, I, I thought it was just it took my iPad just too long to respond. I, it literally took... 25 seconds for it to ring Skype. So I just figured that's what it was. But I, It hasn't worked for me yet because David had discussed this before 
and I don't know how it's. I, I we're missing a setting, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. Community and handoff with iOS eight, it's called. Uh, and I'm also very pleased with the uh, the the changes and notifications. I'm using those all the time as well. Yes, yeah, I, I do. Like agree. Notifications are nice, and I like the I changes in the keyboard the where it gives you a very Android ish. Um, is this the word you're trying to spell right above the keyboard? I have cut down by a third of the letters I have to click because of that. And it's very good about, you know, predicting the next word. Although, yeah. have you have you tried typing a sentence with just the prediction? It's very funny. Yeah, I have, actually. <laughs> um, by the way, you need, you need to go into your FaceTime settings on both devices. That's where the setting is. That's yeah, I'm just is? reading that myself. All right? right, let me see if I can do that. Hold on. Um, where is FaceTime? There it is. Where is FaceTime? It's down below on its own on the not in general. Yeah, I need to under mail. Put my reading glasses on. I I've got to say, having it in the FaceTime settings that's a bit non-intuitive. <laughs> so wait a minute. So I'm Doesn't looking at FaceTime settings and I see FaceTime is on, iPhone cellular calls is on. Um, yeah, and on your iPad. On the iPad, you need to go into the same settings, and there'll be a thing that says iPhone mobile calls in there, ah. and you need to you need to have that on as well. All right, now and my then phone is go. all set. Let me check my iPad. Uh-huh. See, this is the big difference. I, on the on the iPhone, I got to scroll down to see the Facebook settings, and on the iPad, it's whoop right there. Bigger Such screen, bigger screen makes the big huge difference. <laughs> Uh, everything is, well, that one's not on. Caller ID, yeah, that, that. Oh, I see. I'm looking at that. There's a thing that says iPhone cellular calls. Use the iPhone cellular connection to make and receive calls when your Mine phone says is nearby and on Wi-Fi. Mine says it's on. Huh. Caller ID. Hello. Let's do that. Hello. Right, I'll do that one. Yeah, mine, can you both hear me? Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, both of mine are on, man. David, you there? Yep. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, mine are all on. Go ahead and give me a call again. Let's. Okay. Just one moment, please. Should uh, should. And you gotta be. In, maybe the, the phone's too be on the same Wi-Fi network. Yeah, it's both on the Wi-Fi network. Same one. I've got two of them in the house, and I checked the Wi-Fi setting because my iPhone sometimes would okay, be ringing the Comcast junk. Oh, that was the longest, weirdest ring I've ever heard. Yeah, I've got those before. See, nothing's happening, man. Huh. Well, this is a... Oh, well. <clears throat> 8.1. 8. <laughs> yeah, 8. It's not working for Owen, and it's not working for me, so... Yeah, well, I'm going to have to check this setting, because I didn't know about this setting in... in um, so I will check that. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's... I don't know. It, and I do like... I, I don't know if people on AT&T Network, there's a, a feature came out with... I just changed to the... Well, a while back, I changed to the family plan. Uh, the new one. So we had a family plan, three phones, right. and, and I was talking to them about something else, and they said, well, do you want to upgrade your plan? And I said, well, but I'm still under contract. I was told I couldn't do that. Oh, no, you could do that anytime you want. Hello? So <laughs> our, our we dropped $45 a month. Yep, I did the same and, thing. And we went from, you know, 500 minutes and, and rollover to unlimited calls, unlimited texts, and twice, data the, sharing. And twice the amount of data. And then, to my surprise, that Hotspot works now. Is it uh, is it AT and T or Verizon? Yeah, AT and T. Yeah. And Wi Fi Hotspot is now works. I haven't is, I haven't tried that. 
it it was enabled. Go look at the, the you used to turn it on. It would say contact. Your well, parent. the problem is the only time I have to really test it is when I'm at home and it's it's all on Wi-Fi anyways. Right. Well, but so I was, but but you couldn't switch it. If you tried to switch it, right. we had a power outage, and after a short period of time, my my UVerse goes offline when the battery goes dead, and I picked up my phone and said, "Oh, I'll use that." And this hotspot was there, and it could, I could turn it on, and I went. Well, that's kind of cool. They include it in their new plans. Let me make sure my hotspots turn on because I want to try that. It, and it's really nice. Again, it's all- it just appears, and it should just appear in your Wi-Fi list on your iPad as well. Personal hotspot, it's on. You have to tr- you have to do switch it on in the in the settings. Yeah, but that was kind of cool. It's on on my iPhone now. Let me turn off my uh, Wi-Fi on my iPad, which is now off. Uh, does. Personal hotspot have to be on on the iPad too. No, no you need to. You no, need no, to you have Wi-Fi on on the iPad. Oh yeah, you're right. Dude. You need to have Wi-Fi on. Well, the yeah, iPad that's see, then... that's not going to work because it's it's going to go and pick up. Yeah, but you no, should then see the. Then you go, you then you go to Wi-Fi and you'll see it. You'll see the phone. Oh the Wi-Fi yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. And when you do that, a little blue bar goes across the top so... of the phone, like like it does with a call, which is kind of nice. Um, no, and it's a really, that's, I really appreciated that AT&T made that, you know, because Verizon has had that for a long time. No, I don't see mine. Let me click other, and then i got to enter in something, but I can't do that. I didn't have uh, to. No, it should, should, should be in the list. Did you put a Wi-Fi password in? Because you had to put a Wi-Fi password yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you see, see, the thing is, again, because of continuity, on mine now, in the past, you used to have to go into personal hotspot turn it on and it would give you a wi-fi password then you'd have to look for your iphone 5s as a wi-fi network now for me i don't need to do any of that anymore basically when i'm on my ipad i always have in my wi-fi list a little icon that shows iphone 5s there david once it's added no no, basically the continuity setting is picking that and doing all the um all the all the changes that you need to do, you have to do manually. It should do so that curious, automatically. When you see where the Wi-Fi fan would be, when I'm on uh, Wi-Fi hotspot sharing, it's a different symbol. Yeah, it's a little link symbol. But the thing is, under iOS 8, yeah. yeah, under iOS 8, if you go into your um, Wi-Fi to choose something, even if you've not turned personal hotspot on, you should see your iPhone there, and you can just connect to it straight away without having to type in a, a password or anything. You know, well, I changed my Wi-Fi. Apple ID. I changed my Apple ID a week ago or so, and I never oh, updated uh, it on my iPad. So I'm wondering, and I just crazy. did it. I just changed yeah, I bet it. That, yeah, I bet that's well, why that you've been would, having That problems. would explain a lot, yeah. Um, go ahead and try calling me again. I want to see if it pops up here. Uh, recent. Do you think that it, it knows that the proximity is like five inches away? So it's like, just answer it on your iPhone. No. No? <laughs> I don't think so. Right. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, It'd no, be no. Good. I got to turn back on my... I got to turn back my... Yeah, it's not going to work because I have my Wi-Fi turned off. I hung up on you. Let me turn my Wi-Fi back on. I call on this guy sure. Tim. He keeps hanging up on me. You know, it's... <laughs> All right, it's good. Go ahead and give me a call. <laughs> now that I have unlimited calling... Yeah, keep calling. <laughs> it's not costing us a dime. Except I, do like, the, I, the, I do like not having to worry about that either. Okay, no, it's, it's not... Oh, yeah, there it goes. Yeah, cool. Hello? Wow. Wow. Hello, I'm talking to you on the largest iPhone ever made. <laughs> do that again. That's the iPhone 6 Super Plus. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That works. That is cool. Well, I hey, to, hey, okay, does, I it, does that work? How about FaceTime? Oh, no, oh I just turned out. it off. Sorry. That's actually cool, um, David. I'm, Thank you for that. Yeah, that okay. I'm glad, so, I'm glad we fixed that, delivered that 25 minutes. I don't know why your, your hotspot is not working. <laughs> it's <laughs> is it almost 40 say, minutes. Are you kidding? 
It used to say when I clicked turned on hotspot on my phone, it would say set up personal hotspot to enable personal hotspot on this account. Contact AT and T. Right, right, right. That I don't know how up. Apple got away with that. They just built it into iOS. It says screw AT and T. It's your data. You're paying well, no, for it. Well, no, Verizon did it originally too, and then Verizon said they wanted it to be a paid service. Right. right? So did AT and T, but that's the so thing. They come out with iOS eight, and they just build it in. My question then is, did oh, they I just see. circumvent the, the carriers, no, 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 no. or did this, they go to the carriers this... and go, no, this is what we're going to do? No, before, I, don't, I don't know when they cut the deal. I know. Even before I said, Tim, when you updated to the new share plan, right. they enabled this feature. Yeah, yeah, but it, this is a some... this isn't a carrier thing though, Owen. This is all iOS eight devices do this. All but, iPhones. But AT&T yeah, but enabled it I... before iOS eight as well. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, yeah, but I, you still I, have T Mobile, Orange, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. They must have Apple must have cut a deal because I know that when I was in San Francisco a couple of weeks ago with my Lumia that also has a, a tethering function, that wouldn't work on the uh, on the account that I was on, which was an AT&T MVNO. Um because I tried turning it on and it said no, this this feature is not supported on the network. Right. So I think I think Apple have come to some agreement with AT and T to stop blocking it. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I'm to sorry it. I couldn't meet with you, David. I was, I really apologize. I was really looking forward. Well, to no, that. that's quite that's quite all right. It's no problem at all. That's we all right, a, David. I tried to get him to family drive. Family issue. So. I I I, uh, I I tried to get him to drive 500 miles yesterday, next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in L A. Uh, yeah, next yeah, that, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and nearby. Thursday. But, but you know what, Tim? Well, I know you yeah. know the distance, but I, oh, yeah, I get yeah. that all the time. People go, "Hey, we're going to be in Disneyland. Why don't you come meet us?" Yeah. Um, that's about 600 miles. Yeah. Right. But you, you, the thing is you, you do move around the state quite a bit. I so do. I thought, well, you know, if he's in LA, I know Mark Rudd, who's, I think, I don't know if we've ever had him a tech fan. He used to be one of the, I actually, he was on the very first episode of geekiest show ever, David. He was, I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. and he was on the MyMac show quite a bit and he's, you know, an occasional writer at MyMac and, uh, he lives in LA. So. I sent him oh, he does? Message. I thought he was in the Valley somewhere. Yeah, he was in San Diego for a while, I think. Or I thought he was in the Central Valley somewhere, but yeah. he's moved to L.A. Okay, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. Well, that was, he just sent an email to the staff list today, and I was like, hey, I'm going to be in L.A. But, yeah, no, I'm going to uh, go to go to a trade show next week in L.A., and that's pretty much all day Wednesday. But I get into L.A., I land around 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday. So I've got from 2 o'clock that day until the next morning to go to the trade show. It's time for the Tim Robinson meetup. At- yeah. <laughs> no, that's kind of my point. So if anybody's listening to this, you know, you got about a week. If you want to uh, hang out, let me know. Tim at techfanpodcast.com. I mean, I'm just going to be there. It's, I've and got I zero you, Tim plans. Tim is a great guy to hang out with. He's a lot of fun. I, w- I won't mooch off you too much, I promise. Okay. Just bring cigarettes. <laughs> no, I, I'll take care of that. <laughs> And Mountain what Dew. What else we got? Diet, diet, diet Mountain and Dew. Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know, I've, I've started drinking city? coffee lately. Which they had at, at uh, Macworld last year, by the way. We laughed when I sat, walked into the room and there was sodas there. I said, look, Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. Tim would have been so happy. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the Macworld show? Is it dead yet? I haven't uh, been in two years. It's, you know... Sadly, it's getting smaller and smaller. Uh, what I did like about it, the last two is the mini booths have gone, they're, they're really picking up a lot. And it's an interesting, you know, maybe it's not going to be the big con- convention it was anymore, but it, being able to meet all the small developers was really awesome. I just love that. I, I spent a little more about, time what, there than yeah. I did. Because the big guys are missing anyway, you know. Uh, HP well, yeah. was not there. 
Even HP, who not, swore yeah. they would support that show, didn't show. No. Do you not think though it's gonna it's gonna harm them the fact the magazine's gone now? I mean, I I've, wondered I've about gotta, that. I've got to yeah. be honest. The dropping quality of the of the MacWorld website since they did that is is I mean it's powerful. Alarming. I actually oh I know I unsubs I I dropped it from my RSS feeds today because all they're yeah. doing basically is churning out press releases and how tos. Yep. There's nothing else yep. there. There's no content. Yep. Well, they well, got so to me. They got rid of their staff. Yeah, well. Well, exactly, yeah. But it, uh, to me, it's a it's a dumb move because basically nobody's going to go to that site. It's I well, mean, it's in they, a death they spiral. went to how many people? Down to six total. Yeah. That work for MacWorld. Yeah. Six people. Oh, no, well, not only that, those six people have all not. They aren't. Most of them aren't original MacWorld people. That's They've right. all come over from from Tech Hive, which is their uh, the IC IDG kind of yeah. umbrella site for PC world and what have you. And all that site ever does is press releases and those, you know, those click through PowerPoint shows that they like to do. I'm just going to hang out and wait. You know. And in a year from now, I'll swoop in to IDG and just buy the macworld.com name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'll get it for the cheap, maybe a couple grand, but you it's know, I, so I, when's the last time you went to Macworld for news? I mean, I go well, to I 9 to 5 reading, Mac. I was reading I go it to, every day. I wasn't because the content just wasn't there. I was getting more up-to-date content from 9 to 5 Mac or um, what's that other one? P- I had Peter Cohen on OWC Radio a couple weeks. iMore. Yeah, yeah uh, iMore, yeah. yeah. Uh, iMore, I, I don't know. I haven't gone there in a long time. Has it gotten really good? Yeah, it's gotten real good. Okay. But that ready. between that and 9 to 5 Mac and Twitter, I didn't. I don't need Macworld. I wasn't finding anything there. Occasionally some how-tos or, or reviews, but other than that, that's... And how many reviews are they going to be able to do if they have a staff of six? And they got to well, post multiple times. Right. It's, you know what, what kind of sucked for me? I, I appreciate that the magazine business is, is not doing well and they had to cut staff. Absolutely. What I, don't under, what I don't understand is why they felt it was useful and prudent in terms of how they present this problem to everybody else is to send all of their staff out to cover the iPhone 6 launch. They all work a 24-hour shift writing everything up, and then the next day they come into work and they say, oh, by the way, you don't have a job anymore. Yeah, yeah thanks that for all your hard of, work. That you're kind fired. of stunks me. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like you got to work, work them to the bone and then kick them out the door. I, uh, that you know, that I, kind of had a bad taste in my mouth. So Macworld is announced for... March of 2015, so they're yeah. going to do it's. It, of course, that Let's could say change. Let's say final issue. Well, huh? no, they, no, no, they, no. They that's a, the expo they, he's talking about. The, the expo, right? Yeah. March 12th through March 14th, 2015. By the way, I'm enjoying doing the show this way instead of me setting up the questions and you guys answering. Well, more that would require that I actually have access to that list. Oh, we've got we've got more stuff on the list. We just haven't got to any of it, and we're three quarters of the way done. All right, so pull out your list. No, nah, I'm having fun this way. <laughs> I got to say, you know, I like podcasts and, and recently, uh, as I've talked about here on the show and, uh, I actually was doing, I think it was FaceTime, wasn't it? No, it was video with Owen, uh, because he was, you know, ex Atari guy. He's the arcade man. I was showing him my main setup and I, I know I shared that with you as well, David. Um, and I'm, I'm really getting into it a lot more than I thought I would. Really, really digging it, but I was running it off of a uh, Samsung laptop that's like four years old. So when I'm in the front end switching from game to game, going through the list, it would literally pause for like three seconds on each game. So just go from Burger Time to Pac-Man took 20 minutes. And there's key combinations that I could set up to go from letter to letter, but even then, you know, it just took too long. So I, I replaced the laptop with a PC 
from Dell, a, a desktop. And it's smooth as butter. But anyways, uh, so, you know, I've always been into video games since, what, 78? <laughs> Somewhere around there. Um, and no one's, of course, me, like me 10 too. years. Well, yeah, but you're like 10 years older than I, I'm 44. You're what? 60. You're wow. Really? Yeah. Jesus, what do really? we got this old man on here for, David? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you don't, <laughs> look, yeah, you, you, don't you don't look sixty and you don't act Thank sixty you. at you. all. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've always been into him, so it's really not a big surprise that I would get into the whole main cabinet thing. And I would love to have actual arcades. I have zero room. I barely have room for the for the main machine. It's blocking part of my video game wall. But anyways, um, <laughs> So there's a few video game shows that I, I like to listen to on podcasts. And one of them, uh, I had fallen, <laughs> I hadn't listened to it for months and months and months. It kept downloading and I kept deleting them because I just wasn't getting to them. And I finally went back and, and listened to it. And they mentioned that they did this interview and it was a, such a great guy and it was such a great interview. So then, of course, I had to go down and download this episode. And, of course, they're talking about Owen Rubin. And they've been trying to get me to do that show more and more. I missed them again this week. They do it at a late Thursday. Yeah. Arcade Arcade Outsiders. Those are a great bunch of guys. Yeah. They really are. Well, here's the funny thing. And it's kind of funny because, and I actually had sent uh, (laughs) Owen a link because I found it on YouTube. I watch John's Arcade. I love that show. He he shows a lot of rebuilding these arcades and he's very detailed. Like he he rebuilt like a, a. a Miss Pac-Man or Pac-Man uh, cabaret. So it's a smaller arcade. It was like, I don't know, 12, 13 episodes. And each episode is two hours. Yeah. They I mean, spend a, lot, a lot of times they spend a long time. on Yeah. Those. And I enjoy watching it. I learn a lot and I like this guy's personality. So I like him on the podcast as well. And then worlds collide. Owen's on this show. And I'm like, damn it. Owen's cheating on us, David. <laughs> what the hell? And they're treating him like a rock star, and we're like, "Oh, it's this Owen. What the hell are you guys all getting excited? It's just, what's going on?" They've they've been, they tried for quite some time to get me on there. Dude, you are such a rock star. Oh, like, now yeah, just, maybe somebody doesn't know why we're talking about this. Uh, you worked for Atari. You built one of this guy's favorite games, Major Havoc. Major Havoc. And uh, yeah, it was. It's, it's kind of fun that they because they like, oh my god, he's on there. It's like cut it out, guys. You know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> I, I that, you know, I'm listening to them because they still talk about you all the time on the show. Yeah, when I've been, I I was supposed to join them the other night, and I had the same problem yeah. happen here. They called me, and my and my Skype would not connect, and so they gave me a lot of crap about that in email. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's it's just it's worlds collide for me. It was funny. Yeah, it's right because you had sent me that message, and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what's He's he doing? Th- He's cheating on I us. I cheated on him. <laughs> Well, you know the difference, though, then you're kind of getting a little hero worship there. And here, you're just one of the guys. You're one of yeah, us. Well, I like this better, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, it's uh, kind of embarrassing sometimes they do that. It's like, you know, oh, you did this. Look, was, I did it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's like, guys, that was 35 years ago. You know how much things I've done since then? And here's the thing, David. I the was, fact I that was I was waiting. part of the teams that invented right. the first commercial broadband. You know, that, right. that might be bigger. You yeah, know, it's a little bit, a little bit. I think the reason for that, the reason for that, Owen, is that there's so few of those video games guys from, from back from that golden age who who come around and talk about this stuff. Yeah, a lot of my friends. I mean, don't that, talk about it. Yeah, and I th- it's that, good content too. It's it's fun to hear. I I like the stories of what happened before, but I it's 
I don't know, to the exclusion of all else, would get pretty boring. I mean, that would be like someone coming to talk to me about something I was doing in 89. I was working in an auto parts store. You know, I'd be like, eh, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't really not quite the same thing. I mean because it was a it was a fun part of my life. Right? Yeah. And then, and you know, and I still play on games now. I'm working on a project now with a guy, I guess his programmer had left and he's like, Help, we need to get this in the store. And it's an app that had been in the store that had been thrown out because Atari got pissed off at it and now they've got the licensing rights, so we're gonna try to put it back in the store again. That's cool. I can't mention it yet, but sure. it's you know, it's kinda of fun to work on it's a throwback to an older game, so but and you know that all that's cool, but there's so many more things to talk about, you know. I just felt like, and here's the, here's what really bothered me, David. I'll be honest. You you know what it is? Yeah. He he didn't once name drop us or the show. <laughs> well, I was that's waiting. Cold, that is. I was I was just sitting there waiting. <laughs> Boy, where's the hang up button? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man! So I got a I got an app. For review, and I started playing with it called Logoist Two, from By Sinem Software. It's pretty cool. It's fifteen bucks. It allows you to build kind of logos from scratch. I like programs like this. Very singular focused. You know what I mean? Instead of these apps that just kind of do way too much stuff. And it's kind of nice to yeah. get into an app that's kind of fun to use, but it's still a productivity thing, and you can get kind of creative and. It's pretty cool. I like it. So, so how does this? I, I presume it works kind of similar to um, Adobe Illustrator. No, not is, really. Is it kind of like that? It is kind of like that's that. Traditionally, you, that's traditionally how the business does. Mac logos. or phone? Uh, Mac. It's a Mac, a Mac app. Yeah, yeah. I it, they could probably port it to the iPhone to be honest, but uh, well, they kind of give you these templates that you can start with a template if you want, and then you can change the letters and stuff like that, and then. You click done and it brings it in more of an Adobe Illustrator type of vector art type of thing, and you can By really. Cinem? Is that the one? Cinem? Cinem uh, software, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's software. the one. Yep. How often do you make logos? Not very often. I just, you know, the thing is, I got an email from them because you know I'm on everyone's press release list, and okay. uh, I don't know why this one kind of jumped out at me. And I was like, oh, what's that? So I clicked it, went to their cool, website, man. and I was like, oh, this looks kind of neat. I'd like to play with this. So I just replied cool. and said, hey, I want to review your product. And they sent me the key. I, I downloaded what, it. Yeah. What looks kind of cool about this is uh, it looks like it's got a lot of vector clip art in. So you can actually, if you're not you're not a graphics designer, you can just use the clip art to do some nice stuff. But you can still go in and manipulate that clip art, too. I mean, it's not yeah, as powerful as Illustrator. I mean, you're not going to change the paths down to a millimeter like you can in Illustrator. Yeah, but, but, but most people don't need to do that unless no. you're a graphic designer. No. This does look kind of cool. Yeah, Because you can cool. you could do that kind of clip art kind of look. For, if, you, if you're doing, I don't know, if you're doing uh, posters or you're doing cards, it's, it's the, the, or even the sort of thing that... Little websites and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but the sort of thing that people tend to use that stuff for, yeah. if they're using a lot of clip art, they might do it in Photoshop or oh, Pixelmator. Oh, these are the guys that did Screnium. Uh, I know these guys. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. But this but the is their lesser-known product. If, yeah. If, if you do that in a bitmap software, you can't really scale it, whereas all this is vector clip art. That's, that is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. I, I, so, I, like, I like the look at this. And the reason I brought this up is because I'm, I'm, I'm going to write up a review on this. I've got a backpack that i got to review, too. Uh, I already did. I just got to take some pictures. Uh, it didn't do well. You'll see it next week at my Mac, but it I scored it a, right. a five out of ten, which isn't good at uh -oh. all. Oh dear. Um, yeah, it just had some major problems. Uh, it's got a drawstring top. 
Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it's it's and and the cloth that the drawstring is on is kind of loose. So to quickly put your bag in and out is a pain in the ass. I don't get the whole concept of it. It's not waterproof. Well, it's draw, a drawstring. Yeah, drawstring is. It's a, it's a little bit retro. A lot of people like that yeah. sort of stuff now. I think for, uh, but then it's got a it's got a, a cover for the top of it that you snap close to. So yeah, I. I what about getting water in it? I would be worried about. Yeah, I've I've and and it also uses the small zippers, the teeth, and it Who binds it? all the time. Uh, I don't want to say the wrong name. All right, never I mind. I believe it's. Uh, never mind. That's yeah. right. I'll yeah, it'll. I'll have the review up next week. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of writing something too. Yeah. As you well, you know. But here, here's what I was thinking though. I see an opportunity now. Unfortunately, I don't have you know the bankroll to do much about it yet, but. Macworld's always been kind of the place that you go to read reviews of for Mac products, right? Yeah. A lot of these other websites that we're talking about do a review here and there, but not very often. We do reviews almost exclusively. That's kind of what my Mac is. It's a place that we post the tech fan and the, and the my Mac podcast, but then the rest of it's almost all reviews. Yeah. I'm thinking about maybe we kind of take, my Mac to another level when it comes to reviews. We really start reaching out to these companies that are going to be craving product reviews now. Hmm. Bring in mm -hmm. more people that can write good reviews that really know their stuff. Now that's going to take a little bank and I'm trying to figure that aspect out. But if anybody listening has any ideas, let me know. Because if we start becoming the place to go for reviews, that's going to bring in, you know, advertisers and eyeballs. Yeah, I need to start doing more reviews now. Because people want before they spend even it, this the lowest is fifteen bucks right that's nothing you spend more than that on a lunch in San Francisco or London but well it, yeah it, it is it's but a different in today's market yeah that's not only that in today's, in today's market. market yeah before the before the app stores came along people would happily spend twenty thirty forty dollars on a forty bucks on a one yeah. on a one use app for 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 the Mac and then it was one of the bigger things even more than that seventy eighty dollars but nowadays fifteen dollars people go ooh. Well, David, you bring up a good point. It drives me crazy when someone went, "My God, that app is three three ninety nine. It's like, uh, yeah, three ninety nine. It's like, okay, so that so don't have a coffee tomorrow, okay? Right. It's like, yeah. or, or have two instead of three ninety nine. You know, it's worth I, you know worth pointing we, out. We've, we've yeah, been well, doing this since nineteen ninety five. My first issue of My Mac Magazine in DocMaker format, uploaded to AOL, Great Lakes Freenet, a couple BBSs, and AOL was reviews that's what i did that it was i yeah. wanted to share my thoughts on these different shareware programs you know and so we've that's, got a rich yeah. history of mac reviews and i think that quite honestly there's going to be a need a big need for reviews that's done with integrity what i just yeah, got a notice 8.0.2 has been released yeah yeah that's what i yep. updated I just this got morning that notice. it just that's came in fix. now how long ago did they do that <laughs> it, well, they released the it fix. last night that that was the fix for the one that crashed all the phones. Yeah, yeah, so, that's funny. Yeah, um, just what, uh, Tim, I just want to say to anybody listening who's interested in, in this LogoS software you talked about, that fourteen ninety nine is is only until November second. It's going to double in price then. Oh, so there you go. if you are interested in looking at this, go download a copy and take a look and maybe buy it. And if you can't because, find it, I'm uh, going to put a, a link in the show notes for Tech Fan number one seventy nine. Speaking of Tech Fan one seventy nine, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, your yeah. feedback does mean a lot to us. 
Uh, David reads it. I read it. We'll be sending it to Owen for the shows he's on too. We'd love to get you on much more often, Owen. I think I would, you bring... I'd be glad to do this on a regular basis. You know, it's okay with both of you. Just, yeah, absolutely. You know, I can get up. But I can get up this time. This this works. Seven o'clock. You know, I just wouldn't be. I, you know, without coffee, I wouldn't be coherent. You know, the days I have to drive to uh, OWC, <clears throat> I, I wake up at four. Oh. <laughs> and then the days I don't have to. The dogs are kind of getting used to those days that I wake up at four. At four, they're like, "Well, it's time to pee. Come downstairs and wake." Yeah, and why, let us why, why you up? Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. I'm kind of an early riser anyway, so it's not a big deal for me. But if it yeah, is I'm for the other you, way yeah. I, my best my best work happens starts at around eleven p.m. I that's, know. that's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was there. It was just I laying just about there. I had my to. coffee on my microphone. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> So we should probably wrap this up. We're we're over an hour at this point. Um, what's going on next week, David? I'm I'm going to be in LA on Tuesday, you're Wednesday, Thursday, but I will be home on Friday, and I don't think that you're able to do it Friday. Or oh, are I you? Th- well, I should. I'm I'm not leaving for Mauritius until Saturday, so I should be able to do it on Friday. Okay, well there you go. On next Friday, okay. same time, eleven o'clock Eastern. Okay. So whatever it's was eight o'clock your time. No, seven eight, o'clock. Eight, your time. Yeah, eight, eight o'clock. Eight. Yeah. Um, and wherever the hell David's going to be, he's the world traveler over there. Um, you're, you're traveling next, next week, David. I'm, I'm, I'm going out to Mauritius on Saturday for a, a week Where for business. So oh, I never, it's, uh, off, it's off the coast of India. I, I never even, wow. Oh, my God. Okay. So David is, is going it, to be I'm traveling. Off the coast no, I'm going to insult people doing that. Uh, yeah, for one day? Were, that was vaguely, vaguely racist. Not <laughs> How day. is it racist if I'm trying to make an accent of somebody that actually exists. That's not making fun of them. It's trying to sound like them. I actually love listening. I I wish I could do an Irish accent. I love it. Australian accents. I love those accents. I wish I could do those accents really well. I I practice them all the time, and I just I'm not good at it. David, I think he's digging talking, that whole talking of uh, talk, <laughs> yes, talking of, uh, of of insulting people. I also insulted the Mauritians because it's not off India; it's off Africa. Africa. It's in the Indian Ocean. Basically, so you have, you there you have Africa, and then you have Madagascar, and then you have Mauritius. So I have to ask going, why? Why are you going? There? Uh, we are we are doing some work for the Mauritian government, my company. Ah, okay, so cool. um, I'm going to be working there. He's and, a professional uh, hitman. We don't we no, don't just discuss like, that. When someone says where you're going, that's not a place I hear that comes up often. So. <laughs> yeah, no. that, that's right. Yeah, we we did. I did some work there um, about around about this time last year. So uh, it's time. <laughs> so um, yeah, the contact information is Tim at techfanpodcast.com, David at techfanpodcast.com. And while I'm thinking about it, let me put it in the show notes so you remember. You can also reach Owen at Owen at techfanpodcast.com. I'll set that up and yeah. and I'll just have it auto forward to your account. Cool. And uh, so you can... Yeah, because I get two of everything now. Do you? Well, because when you added my Mac.com address... I can I can remove that, but then... No, no. It's it's The problem is... You'd respond I, I, from the wrong address, and then it wouldn't go through. stupid new mail program does not respond from the right account if you move the message, and yep. it drives me nuts. So yep, I hate that. I was constantly replying to people on the, on the MyMac email list, and then I'd get it bounced back because it... You know, it sent from the wrong the wrong account. So no, it's fine. I I have I have rules. Now. So it's going to be O W E N Owen at techfanpodcast.com. and of course, all the show notes are at techfanpodcast.com. Not going to be a lot of show notes this time. I mean, we didn't talk about specific things other than uh, Logoist, which I it's pretty cool. 
I'm looking at it. It actually looks very cool. I, you know, I like, like I said, I like. I don't have a use. I don't want to call it a simple program. I like the focused programs. This is what it does, and it does it really well. It's not the kinched sink everything you can. No, this is what it's really good at, and uh, I like. And given that I would probably do it in Illustrator, and Illustrator costs how much now? No, let's not go there. Um, No, Illustrator is is cheap now because you just subscribe to it, use it for a month when you need it, and then unsubscribe. Uh, Renting software, I just that just make. It, it makes me angry. I don't know why. I don't like the idea of renting. Photoshop was $799. Now, if you're not using Photoshop all the time, but you have a project coming up that's going to last like two months, it's going to cost you 20 bucks to use it. Uh, 40 bucks, $19.99. Oh, okay, so 40 bucks. It's going to cost you 40 bucks to use it. But I like that. Are you sure it's 40 bucks? I thought it was nine ninety nine. I thought it was nineteen ninety nine. No, well, I think I think maybe I'm right. CC has uh, I think it, you, you can get a you can get a photographer's deal of Lightroom and, and uh, Photoshop for nine ninety nine. Yeah, a so, month through it. Yeah. yeah, they just came out with the light version. By the way, I saw that they not what's it called Elements. Elements, which is a purchase program. It's not a CC. It's not a Creative Cloud. So Photoshop yeah. Elements, they just released a new version, and is uh, uh, the guy David who used to work. Who used to review for us? Um, who works for Adobe said that's for the Costco crowd. <laughs> yeah, people who All right, want to guys, buy a box. I got to so. wrap it up. The kids are home. All right, uh, I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Tech Fan Podcast. Uh, again, go to techfanpodcast.com for the show notes. Leave a note there on the website. Email us, and uh, we'll share it next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.